You know, I, I love going to the events. I love uh, talking to the athletes and their families. I think there's so many inspirational stories, so many positive stories that people need to know about. Stop looking. You found us. You're part of the revolution. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whenever you are catching this podcast. I'm Chris Darnell. And I'm Ever King. And this is episode 26 of Welcome to the Revolution. And no, you're, whatever you listen to a podcast on, it's not broken. Yeah, this is the second one we've had in a week. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And this one is, uh, this is uh, a pretty good one as well. I mean, all of them are good, but, you know, we had a couple of celebrities on there, people doing cameos and all of this other good stuff. I know. Sean Lindsay makes his three-peat. He makes his return to the podcast again today. It's always a great day when Sean Lindsay is on the podcast. Most definitely. Definitely. Um, we also talked to the Breakfast with Champions committee from the Houston area. So that's Aaron Keith, who's the executive director down there. Um, Roger Browning, who is the direct the development director i got my words mixed up there um, it's been one of those weeks you can't talk sometimes you can't even think fast enough the way you want to talk um then we had daniel who is a, a sports reporter from the houston area uh, sorry an emmy an emmy winning sports reporter um, yes, from the houston area and then we are also joined by nia simmons who is our corporate relations director for the state of texas for special olympics texas and it's just a it's a great show and a great group of people to talk to today yeah but you forgot we also had j-rod on there for a minute who yeah you know, wanted to, to peek in a little bit she didn't want to do her interview, you know, know. interview but she wanted to to see what was going on jumped in and jumped out so you know jameson if you're listening what the heck <laughs> you jumped in you jumped out Never uh, be afraid to go ahead and no. ask some good questions. <laughs> just, just jump on in, stay for a while. We won't kick you out. Well, um, you know, I, I noticed that she left when we started talking about the Houston Astros. Oh, uh, you know, you know, maybe it's that Houston San Antonio thing. I don't maybe know. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> stepped into the conversation at the wrong time. I don't know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, talk, talking about breakfast with champions, it's the uh, third one coming up uh, tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Um, and we're really excited for it. I, they're doing a different format is what we talk about today. Definitely. You know, and it sounds like they were going all out. They went ahead and built a set. So, you know, this is going to be pretty nice to, to tune in and watch. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for what they have in store for all of us on Friday. I can't, I really can't wait for this one. Um, I was really excited for the Fort Worth one. I was even more excited for the San Antonio one, and I didn't know my excitement can go up anymore, but it did. <laughs> I'm really excited for the Houston Breakfast with Champions, and I hope all of you are too because it's great. So before we talk about it too much here, let's just jump into the interview. Thanks for joining us today. Um, we have a great group of people here joining us on uh, this episode of the podcast. We're talking to the Houston Area Breakfast with Champions Committee. Um, and by this point, Everett, everybody really should know what, what to expect when we say Breakfast with Champions, shouldn't they? Definitely. But, you know, I love the way that every area is putting their own twist on it. So, you know, it's going to be very interesting uh, to hear uh, what the Houston area has done for their breakfast uh, with champions. 
Yeah, definitely. And, you know, uh, let's get started real quick uh, with Roger here, who is, you know, the, the Houston area of development director to kind of go into what we should expect, who should we expect Friday morning when the Breakfast with Champions premieres on our Facebook page. Okay, thank you, guys. Appreciate you having us on today. So, yeah, Houston uh, kind of we're taking a little different different tack than some of the other areas are, are doing. Uh, and, you know, what they're doing is wonderful and great. Uh, we decided that because we have, you know, some access to some some different kind of talent down here. Uh, and I'm speaking of uh, Daniel Gutera, who is a reporter for KHOU uh, down here in Houston. Uh, he's been part of our Breakfast with Champions since the beginning back in 2018. He's hosted them, been the MC and other things that we've done as well. He's a big champion of Special Olympics and our athletes. And uh, he brings a unique perspective to the table for us. He did some work on uh, his TV station a couple of years ago where he featured five athletes and their stories around their families. And uh, he actually won a couple of Emmys for that, maybe more. He'll, he'll tell you in a few minutes. But uh, you know, so it was excellent work, really did a great job of, of telling our athletes stories and really bringing them, you know, out into the, uh, the open, letting a lot of the people in the Houston area see what our athletes are all about and get a sense of uh, what we're all about. So, you know, we felt like, you know, he's so good at talking to the athletes and their families and, and getting them to open up that, uh, we wanted to go ahead and take that approach for this Breakfast with Champions. And obviously, if we were uh, not under uh, all of the uh, strangeness of COVID right now, we would all be in a big giant room and, and we would have the, the LETR folks and we would have the athletes and their families and we'd have three or four hundred people in this room. But we can't do that this year, obviously. So that's why we decided we're going to take a different approach, kind of do a little interview style. Uh, and we think it's going to make for a great broadcast on the small screen that everybody is going to be watching this on. So that's kind of the approach we took. So certainly different than what we've seen so far from, from other breakfast with champions events, but uh, we, we're pretty pleased with what we're seeing so far. We pretty much already have this thing in the can, just making a couple of minor tweaks at this point. And uh, so it'll be good to go come Friday morning. That sounds awesome. I can't wait to uh, watch it on Friday. I can't wait to watch the premiere. Um, yeah. So Daniel, you know, he, he we talked, he talked about you doing this for the last three years or so. So, you know, one big question, you know, what, what keeps you uh, coming back to help uh, the organization out for this one particular uh, event that we put on? Well, first of all, I feel like I should send Roger a check. Uh, because, uh, that, that was a great <laughs> introduction. Uh, yes, you <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. See, I knew he wouldn't be opposed to that idea. No, I mean, I, uh, like you mentioned a long kind of history or somewhat long history with three or four years ago, I, I met, uh, Renee Klevinsky who had done so much great work in Houston. I know she's still with the organization in a different capacity now, but, uh, she and I met. At uh, NRG Stadium, we spoke uh, at a Special Olympics event that the they were having with the Texans, and I kind of wanted to have this idea. I had this idea that I wanted to feature an athlete every single day for a whole week. 
Uh, and she loved the idea. We got to talking back and forth and that's what we did. We did a whole series on, uh, on one athlete each day for a whole week. And it was a huge success. It was a hit and it, you know, we were fortunate enough that they won a couple of awards, like Roger said, but they won a couple of awards, obviously because of the stories, they were so good. And from that point forward, you know, they've asked me to be a part of it and I just love it. You know, I, I love going to the events. I love uh, talking to the athletes and their families. I think there's so many inspirational stories, so many positive stories that people need to know about. And I, I love just being a part of it um, because it's so cool. Now, you know, I, for me personally, my, my uncle, he's, he has a special needs. So, you know, I always kind of hit home with me a little bit, this group and what they do and what they're able to accomplish out there. So when they wanted me to take a bigger role in it, I, you know, I was always looking for something to kind of give back to the community and my role and my prominent situation with a TV station here in town. And I thought this was a natural fit for me because I liked it so much. Now, you know, th- uh, this year with COVID-19 and everything happening, you know, Breakfast with Champions has had to move virtual. So, you know, being involved with this event and being the MC before, what was the process like in helping this event move virtual instead of in person? Well, you told me about it. Uh, I was kind of intrigued because, you know, I, you know, I miss, I miss the actual event, obviously. Right. Because you get that personal interaction. I think it's so cool. Um, and that's one of the things I think we captured in our version of this is that the uh, personal interactions of so many elements of the breakfast with champions, you know, could the, the event involves law enforcement they have the torch run. They come in with a procession. It's all really neat. Uh, and then it's that personal touch that the athletes give with their speeches. But here we just brought it in a conversation form. And for me, I, I love having that. I mean, I have a podcast of my own and, and basically in my podcast, I just have conversations with people. There's no, there's no script. There's, there's no structure to it. It's just, Hey, come on and we'll talk about anything. And that's what we kind of did here. And I, I think it really worked out. I thought, I thought it was a great idea. I thought it was different. And it allowed, uh, allowed them to be seen in a different way, but allowed them to still use their own voice. Wow, that's that's uh, I love being able to hear something like that, uh, especially, you know, telling the story of the athletes, you know, and getting it out there. What uh, and this is going to probably piggyback on what Chris uh, had uh, asked you earlier when you did your first event, um, what drew you even closer uh, what was the atmosphere to make you say, you know, this is something good and I want to keep doing this? Oh, I just thought the uh, the passion and the uh, dedication in the room, because I mean, one thing I've emceed other events before and don't get me wrong, those are those are great. Um, but this this had just that personal touch, which was much more meaningful than, you know, an MC event honoring a bunch of lawyers who are awesome, by the way, <laughs> don't get me wrong. <laughs> world needs lawyers. There's too many of them, but we need lawyers. Um, but this is that, it's that, um, it's that personal touch, right? I mean, if you, all you got to do is hear a story of a special Olympics athlete, not just the athlete, but the families, I think the families, um, that tend to the needs of, uh, of these individuals and are with them all the time. And I think that's, I don't want to say maybe more inspirational, but it's right up there, you know, and you, you get to see all of that on display because the families come with the athletes and then how they interact with law enforcement. Um, you know, and, uh, constable Ted Heap, we have on the, uh, on the show on Friday, he was, uh, he, he talked about how, you know, sometimes law enforcement, um, 
whether whether you agree with it or not, they're 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 in the crosshairs a lot with certain different issues that we've been seeing, and, and I think this allows them to just kind of be who they are, be free, because the athletes and the families appreciate so much the interactions they get with them. All of that combined, all of that rolled into one. I just for the first time I was like, oh man, this is really cool. I I I, I wouldn't mind doing this over and over again. Definitely. And, you know, as, as Chris said earlier, the premiere will be this Friday. So, you know, I haven't even got to see any of the behind the scenes and good things to that nature. But um, speaking of LETR um, and the law enforcement's there, um, can you give us a little sneak? Really, it's not going to be a peek because nobody can see <laughs> it. But can you kind of tell us a little bit of how the law enforcement, um, what types of things did they do to engage uh, with this virtual uh, Breakfast with Champions? Well, I think just by having uh, someone like the constable Ted Heap and his son be side by side sitting and talking about not just what it means to law enforcement, but what it means to the athletes. Uh, you know, there was, there was a couple of great give and takes between both of them. Um, you know, son thinks his dad's a good dancer. Dad doesn't think so, but it's like, you know, you take somebody who you, some, you, you think has a really serious personality somebody who's always locked into his job and law enforcement, which they should be. And then you kind of get them out of that element and just sit them down next to his son and have a conversation. I think it comes through at how much this means to each of them to be, involved with one another on this level obviously father son is a bond that is is unbreakable but to be in this situation uh being involved with special olympics the stories that the constable tells about his son and vice versa i mean i i think it's pretty cool i think people are going to like that aspect of it yeah and as you stated you know earlier with all the things that are going on right now with you know uh, law enforcement being in the crosshairs of everything, you know, it's it's amazing. And I know that we appreciate them being able to take time out uh, to do some things for not just Special Olympics, but for their community to show their support and, and things of that nature. Oh, definitely. And, you know, some of those other issues in the cross, I mean, those are serious issues. Those are real issues that are being tackled on every level. And those have to be taken seriously. But at the end of the day, we have to remember that everybody's a human being, right? So I think uh, for them, and that's one of the things that Constable brings up, it allows what Special Olympics does for law enforcement, it allows them to just be themselves. It allows them to look forward to something else, to kind of not drop their guard, but kind of be who they are while they're still in uniform, which sometimes they may not be able to do on a consistent basis. So I, I think that, that that is really cool. That, that element is really neat to see. So when when this premieres on Friday and it goes out to the public, uh, what's the one thing that you want the community to get out of this event when they're watching this? What's the one thing you want them to take with them after the the closing credits have run? Uh, well, I, I asked each athlete to, and their families when they started the, uh, the whole interview. We, I believe we have four interviews with cameos of different athletes around the Houston area throughout the video. But I just asked them what this organization means, you know, because we see them having fun. We see them going out there and competing, winning medals. One of them has won over 200 medals. He was very proud of that, by the way, <laughs> 200 medals, which is awesome. Um, but another thing is to really understand what it means to them, what it means to the families, what Special Olympics brings to their daily life, that if it wasn't there, how much of a void would be 
in their life. Um, and I think that's the biggest takeaway when you watch a show like this, just to really understand how much it means to these families and these athletes and just how much of an impact people like us in our position outside the organization can really have on this group and to really help out. I think that, that those two go hand in hand. And I think that's what I hope they take away. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we're really looking forward to the, the event on Friday and we're really glad that you, uh, you know, stepped up and are as big as a part uh, of an organization out there um, as any of us really. Um, we really do appreciate all the work that you do for our athletes and, and down in the Houston area. And uh, we know that uh, the Astros are in a tough game right now uh, <laughs> going for the wild card and uh, know that you are uh, down there making sure that everybody knows what's happening in that game. So uh, we appreciate you j- jumping on and, and talking to us here for for a few minutes. Well, of course. And uh, yeah, not a problem. Thank you guys for getting the word out, all these events. Hope a lot of people watch. Hope a lot of people tune in. Let's raise some money for a great group. And Roger, please send me the invoice uh, when you get a chance. Because uh, I'll send that check away. Uh, it's in the mail, but, buddy. Uh, yeah, no, anyway, I, uh, it, it, it's been great. And I, I love being a part of it. So anytime you guys need anything, you just let me know. Sean Lindsay is also joining us today and Sean Lindsay is absolutely no stranger to the podcast. This is, uh, how many have you been on again, Sean? I, honestly, honestly, I think he needs to have a chair for this and be part of the show. You know? This is my first time being on the podcast. I, I was, yes. Uh, thank you for having me on again. Awesome. Yeah. We should just, uh, you should just come back every single week, Sean. Yeah, just be a I'll just keep you on the invite, and you just pop on in and be another co-host, man. He he would definitely have something to bring to the table, no doubt. <laughs> yes, definitely. definitely. Uh, so, so how has it been a part uh, to be part of the Breakfast with Champions to present in it? How has it been? Breakfast with Champions gives the athletes a chance to tell their stories of their challenges and how SOTS has helped them turn their challenges into achievements. There are so many athletes who have accomplished their goals because of the opportunities SOTS has given them, not only in the sports arena, but also as athlete leaders in the communities. The Breakfast with Champions helps promote the SOTS athletes listening to the athlete stories gives a sense of pride and determination to do our best, always knowing that our brave attempt is the key to competitions. The Breakfast with Champions showcases how SOTS has made and continues to make significant differences in the athletes' lives. Your support and generous donations will help the athlete continue their walk along the road to success. We thank our community sponsors, volunteers, law enforcement, torchman, police officers, and families for their dedication and love shown to all the athletes. Awesome, man. I couldn't have said it any better, dude. Yeah. Man, that was perfect. Perfect. See, he's working on his pitch on being a co and I'm telling you, I didn't even have to pitch. Didn't have to pitch. It's got to job. Definitely. Well, you know, Sean, it, it's amazing, and and I've told you this uh, many times. Every time you're on here, 
you know, even just listening to that right there, how much of an inspiration that, you know, you are to a bunch of our athletes and not just athletes, but people in our community that just, you know, will just sit back and listen to what you just did and be like, you know what? He has the courage to do this. And for, even though he's, what did, what did uh, our last guest say? Even though he has a good uh, face for TV, I mean, for radio, uh, you know, and no one can see you, but you still, you go out there and you, you speak the truth. You speak what you feel. And, you know, I appreciate and applaud you for, for doing so. I, I truly appreciate it. And, and, and love SOTX. <laughs> yes, we know yeah. that for yeah. sure. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. So, so Sean, I, we, we know that you're not camera shy. So, um, kind of, can you tell our listeners kind of describe what the feeling was like, you know, filming for breakfast of the champions? It, it was good. Um, and it was a experience that I was so happy to get a cameo spot and I am, and I, um, and it, it ho hope and I hope that um we we um we have many uh, many viewers on the, the on the breakfast with champions this Friday. Yes. Hey, yeah. you know you know who who gets cameos? Celebrities. So that means you're a celebrity if you have a cameo. <laughs> yes. So everybody, we're sitting here with a celebrity, Sean Lindsay. Yes, I am. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, awesome. If I if I can jump in real quick too on, on Sean's cameo, we you know we had not planned on on shooting things until you know probably a week or two after uh, we did Sean, but um, you know I, I, right out of the blue he he shoots me a note and says, "Hey, I, I got to go to college, <laughs> so if you want to shoot me, you better jump on it." So. Um, <laughs> We, uh, you know, Aaron and I, you know, threw the gear in the car, drove across town and caught him literally as he was packing his car to head out. So I'm glad he sent me that note because we had planned all along to have Sean be, you know, sort of our, our lead, uh, lead off hitter uh, for our cameos to kick the event off. And, uh, you know, if we couldn't have gotten him, that would have been a problem or I would have just driven to Oklahoma. So whatever <laughs> it takes, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I appreciate the opportunity. Um, I appreciate the opportunity to special to speak um, for, for the Bradford for Champions. Yeah, Sean, you're just a, a busy guy. I mean, before before you jumped on the podcast here with us, you were on another committee call with the esports committee, and he told us he's taking time out of the schedule because he's studying right now for a test that's coming up. So. Sean's a busy guy doing school, working with Special Olympics, doing cameos for Breakfast with Champions, and can't wait to see it on Friday, man. It makes me more and more excited to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go to let's go to Aaron and let's talk about, you know, what this uh what this means for the Houston area to, you know, even though we can't do it in person that you know we're still putting this event on. Um, but, you know, what is what does that mean for the East region and the Houston area that we can still hold an event like this? Yeah, I think that's uh, you kind of hit the nail on the head. Um, with uh, what 
you know, this, this means while, while we can't be in person, we can still highlight our athletes um, to the community um, and get their stories out to the general public. Um, it's, it's so important that they, their voice is heard and this gives them that platform to be heard. And, and whether we're, you know, in a COVID time or, or a time where we can all be in the same room talking together, um, we found ways to overcome this, to make sure that their voice is, is promoted. I mean, you heard Sean um, talk about what breakfast means to him as an athlete. You've heard from Daniel about what breakfast means to him as a community member and a community leader. Um, and we need more of those. We need to, to do uh, get our athletes in front of more community leaders, make sure their voices are heard um, because they have a story to tell. And, and this is the least we can do is give them a platform to tell that story. Yes, that's, I like that. I mean, um, what what all did? Let me let me get this right. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so w- with filming this, um, what all did you all have to do? I mean, um, oh man, I will tell you, um, putting this together was probably easier than uh, I would have first imagined when we uh, we thought about this. I mean, in, in all honesty, I think Daniel and Roger kind of laid it out and put it out. It's, it, you know, we wanted to make this a conversation, you know, a, a conversation between um, a person who has the means to, to talk to individuals in a, in an athlete in their family or an athlete in their unified partner or LETR, um, and get down to the basics of, you know, not reading off a script, nothing prepared, just let them talk, um, about what special Olympics means. Um, so finding the athletes was not hard because there's thousands of them in Houston that have stories to tell, um, finding the MC that, can speak to the athletes um, and speak to the community wasn't hard because Daniel has the heart of gold. Um, the hardest thing in reality was was finding a, a a place to shoot with with COVID going around. Luckily, um, Roger has some some contacts with a, a good venue that sits on our resource board, and they were more than willing to open their doors even in this this time. Um, so pretty much it was. Uh, Outside of the legwork of actually building a set, which we did, and you'll see, we we, we built a set um, it, it as a as a news production almost. Um, that was the hardest thing. It's you know, like I said, it's never hard to find an athlete's story, um, and it's never hard to if you look hard enough to find somebody willing to tell that story um, from the community. Um, so it wasn't an, a, a task outside of the physical labor. That me and Roger had to do to put the set together. Um, it was it was a very easy shoot, to be honest. Yeah. So Roger, so Roger, you know, we had to go with Breakfast with Champions. You, you had to go from a production of a live in person show to a, you know, a production of a of a, of a recorded show. How, how different was it? Was it any different than normal? You know, how did how did y'all handle it? Well, I tell you. Um, you know, Aaron sort of sort of hit it. it. It was it was so much easier to to do it this way, and it did obviously helps when you have a professional like Daniel Gutierrez who who brings his expertise and knowledge to, to 
to the table and and we're able to you know, sort of build that set and then create the atmosphere for him to have that conversation whereas you know the full live event you know you're you're dealing with you know all all the venue issues the 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 food the beverages the you know getting people to get in their cars and drive across town Oh, my dog's barking. Sorry, guys. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, in Houston, that's a big thing. It, you know, traffic's always bad, even in this day and age. So we've always had those uh, challenges in the past, just, you know, getting all those ducks in a row to to make that happen. Whereas in this one, you know, we just had to get, uh, you know, very few ducks in a row, you know, lined up. The, the stars with Sean to make sure we got him on tape before he, he went off to college and then uh, went around town getting the other guys pretty much at their locations, at their homes. Uh, we did it all outdoors, social distanced, everything. So, um, you know, we got all that done and then we sat down and did the, uh, did the event uh, almost in, in two takes. It was, it, it was basically a two day uh, situation in that uh, one of our speakers, uh, David Hernandez, who, as Daniel had mentioned, he, he he mentions in this video, in his interview, that he's won over 200 medals. And Daniel asked him, "Do you have a room big enough for all those?" He goes, "Oh, they're all over the house." So um, it, it was, you know, he's just a funny guy, and and uh, you know, he uh, unfortunately he had gone out of town uh, at some point, you know. It, in the past, we're not, I'm not sure exactly when, uh, came in contact with his brother who had unfortunately come in contact with somebody who, uh, had tested positive for COVID. And so David ended up having to go into quarantine that particular day that we were going to shoot. So we had to put his off for a, a few days before we could actually get in, get him into, uh, the venue to, to do his portion. But beyond that, it was, it was pretty, pretty simple. Uh, then it after that, you know, you're just dealing with the editing side of things, and you know, we're now we're dealing with music copyrights and things like that today, which is a uh, you know a little bit of a challenge. But uh, it's so much easier to just go ahead and just sit down, shoot this thing, and you don't have to worry about the food and the beverage and you know the decorations and all the things that goes into the live event. So uh, I would say I'm sleeping a lot better than I do on a typical. You know, Tuesday, <laughs> Wednesday prior to the event, which I get no sleep whatsoever for weeks in advance. Wow. Well, on that one, yeah. You know, when we talk about uh, um, virtual breakfast with champions, uh, some of our listeners may not know this may be their very first one. Uh, but, you know, with breakfast with champions, we need a lot of corporate. Uh, we don't need, but we we look for corporate sponsors and partners to help out. And also on this uh, the call that we have today, we have our, our corporate relations director here, Nia Simmons. Uh, Nia, what do we look for in a partner or sponsor to help us out with uh, our breakfast with champions? Yeah, absolutely. That's a great question. Um, I think there's a number of things that we look for, but really it's not so much as um, what our sponsors are looking for or what we're looking for in a partner. Um, 
you know, that's a part of it, but we also want to see how we can bring the most benefit to our partner and what type of exposure that they get from these types of events, because usually um, the benefits are very um, reflective of who the company is, what they stand for, what their values are, um, what they believe in. And so those kinds of things are what we're looking for and what, you know, um, companies are looking for when they're uh, vetting relationships and partnerships with these different corporations and nonprofits. So, um, you know, once they are decided on uh, becoming a partner, uh, usually you'll see them participate in the event. Um, like the gentleman who joined us earlier, um, they would join as either they would do like a cameo as a host. They would present an award. They would um, present a family um, or an athlete, um, something like that. They would interact in some capacity with law enforcement. Sometimes we even do check presentations. Um, so, you know, there's there's a multitude of different ways that, that we would include them in that presentation. Um, but of course, you know, their names also included um, in the in the duration of the um, the show, I guess you would call it. You know, you'll see their logo in the background or you'll see it um, at the foot of the screen. It just really depends on um, what kind of magic Roger and Aaron and all those guys are working up as far as benefits are concerned. Yeah, no, we were kind of talking before the show, Nia, you know, sometimes we focus on, you know, statewide partnerships and stuff like this, but this is really something that each area can kind of hone in and really be local when it comes to this kind of event. Absolutely. And, you know, we really want it to be a local feel. So, you know, this is an opportunity for our smaller um, mom and pop companies to get involved with our Breakfast with Champions. Um, you know, sometimes we do have, you know, the larger headquarter corporations, um, or the, you know, the really big Fortune 500 companies that get involved with these things. But, um, you know, it's a really good chance for that, you know, small law firm or bakery to get some great exposure with this event to their local community. You know, this event is targeted in the Houston market. So everybody that we touch and that Roger and Aaron touch in that area, they're going to be exposed to this event. All their followers and their friends and family members are going to be exposed to this event. So that in turn turns into possible um, customer surf, uh, an increase in business or what have you, um, just by them being a part of our, our show or event. Yeah. So Roger, who who's all gotten involved uh, with y'all's Breakfast of the Champions so far? But we've actually had a really good year. Um, and, you know, that's another element, too, that, you know, as you reach out to people sometimes and say, hey, you know, would you like to sponsor this event? And then you tell them it's it's going to be on Facebook. You know, that that's a different dynamic than what they might be used to, where, you know, they might want to bring, you know, 10 of their good customers to a table at, a, at the live event. And, and that's what they want to sponsor. They either want to sponsor a table or, or have a little bit more exposure in the room. And suddenly we're in a, you know, this online virtual situation uh, and yet still had many. We, I mean, we had we had uh, 11 different sponsors step up to uh, to sign on to to be a part of this. Uh, we've got some very large law firms that, you know, uh, Nia mentioned some small ones. We got some very large ones. Uh, that, that have signed on. They, they've been with us a couple of years in a row now. 
but they stepped up and, and, and came on it again. Um, you know, we've got um, National Signs, we've got Arca Continental Coca-Cola, uh, we've got Mar- Morgan Stanley, uh, we've got Mutual of Omaha, we've got uh, Rap and Croc uh, Attorneys at Law, uh, Winstead, uh, McGinnis Lockridge, um, David and Allison Mantor, who are in our production. Uh, they will be leading off in the when we show the video on Friday, and their son, Matt, and it's just an amazing family. And, and you guys probably know that David Mantor is on our state board of directors. He's also one of our uh, leading uh, resource board members here in the East region. And they've got a wonderful story. And David has been very, very uh, strong in the area of helping us find some of these law firms that he works with uh, through his uh job at Exxon. So, you know, he is an attorney at Exxon. So a lot of law firms do business with Exxon and and he reached out to them and he tells them his story and they sign on. So it's a wonderful situation. And we're so thrilled that uh, these guys continue to support us. And we're, you know, we're pushing over $30,000 in just just, uh, sponsorships. And we've already reached over $16,000 in online registration donations that's prior to the show so we're hoping that we have a good day on friday as well and and really start you know setting some marks with the the amount of revenue that we're able to bring in but we can't do it without all these great sponsors stepping up in the you know to the forefront and part of being a part of this uh, even before the show starts to help us you know raise some revenue to get to keep things going Awesome. Now, let me ask you this. If I knew nothing about Special Olympics uh, and I caught your BWC, how would I be able to to donate and contribute? So a couple of ways, Um, you know, if you guys well, since you haven't uh, I, I think you mentioned you haven't seen one of them yet. The way they have this worked out and we've got a great communications team over in in, uh, Austin that uh, you know helps lay this out uh, onto a, a Facebook Live broadcast and a YouTube broadcast. But uh, the donation button will be right there in front of uh, in front of everybody on the screen. Uh, I think it comes out in two different places, so there'll be sort of a permanent one that sits there in in front of uh, in front of you below the I guess the viewing screen portion. And I think there's also a permanent link over in the comments section. So people will be able to see it. We're going to be directing people to it early and often. In fact, Sean is the very first person that says, please donate now. Um, So uh, we're directing people throughout the broadcast to look for the donate button and click on it and go ahead and donate uh, right there. And then of course, if they register, they can donate at the registration site and, uh, you know, and that way they're not having to do all that at the same time while they're trying to watch the program. But uh, we'll take it either way. We either way we can get it uh, as long as they donate. That's great. Yeah, of course, Sean would be the first one to say, was, "Let's donate." I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that. 
That's that shot for you. Yeah. You know, he's going to go out yeah. there and he's going to support and try to get as much help as he possibly can. So, you know, that's pretty amazing. I like that right there. You know, one other element that I, that I really like about this, this particular program on Friday is, you know, we, we have four different guest speakers uh, plus Tim Martin. Tim is, is in all the, the, uh, the virtual breakfast with champions as he goes, tends to go to all of them, even when we're doing them live. But since they're virtual, he recorded uh, his versions uh, for each each area. So he's in there. But we also have we're, we're featuring four athlete stories uh, with the athletes on screen. Plus, we have five cameos from athletes. So we're featuring nine athletes in the program on Friday. And I'm very proud of that because, you know, we need to give them as much airtime as we possibly can. And kind of felt like this is a way to do it because even though if we were doing it live, we probably, you know, you would only see four athletes probably on the stage if that. And um, while there's a lot of athletes in the room, uh, being able to hear from those athletes is an extra special treat. So uh, we'll have nine of them featured on Friday that I think is uh, going to, you know, give everybody a chance to, to see, you know, our athletes in action and, you know, hearing them ask for donations, which we think is the, the best way to do it. No, definitely. And I think, you know, moving virtually and doing this virtually, you know, opens the door for us to add that next step to when we can't come back to in person, you know, cause you know, what, what's going to stop us from, you know, having these in-person events and then in between the speakers on stage on the, on the screens in the ballroom or in the conference center, we have a cameo from an athlete. And, you know, asking, making the ask again and all that. So I just think this opens up the door for other things that we can add to our in-person events once we come back to them, um, which yeah, is just, no, which is just amazing. Yeah, it's no doubt. I, you know, anything we can do that, that gives more exposure to more athletes is a good thing. So uh, as bad as COVID is, it, it's, it's at least opening the door for us to do uh, something different and expand what we're doing here. And I would love to see how we can keep that, uh, that movement going when we get back into the live events. So Sean, why, why should, uh, why should the community give, uh, you know, support money, you know, just come out to our events. Why should they support special Olympics? Well, uh, it, it helps. Um, it helps the, um, uh, the athletes, it helps the athletes um, to um, accomplish. Uh, it helps the athletes to accomplish um, the goals. Yeah, definitely. Couldn't said it better. I can get off mute there for a second. Sorry, um, but yeah, no, definitely. I yeah, like that. And, yeah, and also to play sports and to compete. Definitely, definitely. What's the What's the uh, one thing you're looking forward most to on uh, Friday when the event premieres? To see all the athlete stories and be proud of the athletes for themselves. Awesome. I'll, I'll kind of send the same question over to you, Aaron. What's the one thing that uh, you're looking forward on Friday to see? Uh, honestly, I'm looking, you know, I I have the luxury, you have the luxury, Roger, Nia, Everett has the luxury of hearing these athletes' stories on a daily basis. I am looking forward to 
seeing the community's reaction to our athletes, to seeing how much money our athletes can raise for themselves with, through their voice and their stories. Um, and I'm excited to see um, what comes of this, what doors, what opportunities are now allotted to our athletes that weren't allotted to them, that aren't allotted to them today. You know, who's on that, on this uh, call or on this presentation um, that is going to step up and make a change for the better for our athletes' lives. So um, what I'm excited for is six months down the road and to see the change in, in the Houston community that comes from events like these. So my excitement's future, future told, but, um, you know, Anytime I can hear an athlete's story, it always, always uh, makes my day. Um, but seeing the changes that come from these athlete stories, that's what will make my year. Awesome. Now we'll go to Roger. Same question, Roger. What, what, what can you not wait to see on Friday? Well, uh, you know, I, I hope to see, uh, you know, 500 people signed in to watch this. I don't know if we'll get there, but you know, the, the, the more, the merrier, the more, the better, um, as Aaron mentioned, uh, you know, the more eyeballs we can get on our program and on our athletes where they can see the, uh, the emotion that our athletes have about this program and about playing sports with special Olympics and just basically being part of the special Olympics movement, which isn't just about sports. And we do point that out in, in our program. And, and we all know, cause you, I'm, you guys are doing podcasts about all kinds of things, right? So it's not about sports. It's about uh, social engagement. It's about, uh, you know, other types of things. It just keeps our athletes motivated and, and doing things that, that uh, make them happy and helps them grow. So, um, you know, I'm looking forward to getting these folks that are going to see this program to send me emails saying, uh, I want to get more involved. You know, well, hopefully they put it in the comments as well, but uh, they'll all have my email address. Uh, we've been blasting a lot of emails out to people. We're communicating pretty frequently with the people that are registered. So I just want to hear back from these guys and, and get more people motivated to get out. And although, you know, we don't know when we're going to be back out in the field and on the courts to, uh, to participate live in different events, uh, if we can get them more engaged in the SO Connected program, if we can just get them uh, more activated to to be a part of this program, we uh, I think we'll that'll be a home run for us. Yes, um, you know I, I I love exactly what both you and Aaron said. You know it is trying to get the engagement from our, from our community to give back to our community. And, you know, um, we right now are seeing a lot of response from our community wanting to figure out how they could get more involved and participate with Special Olympics. So, you know, this is amazing. Uh, and, and I really do like uh, what you all said. But with that being said, I cut Chris off and I think I know what he was about to say. So same question to you, Nia. What would you like to see uh, from, from Breakfast with Champions? 
Oh, you know, you guys stole all my answers. So um, <laughs> I guess, you know, what I'm looking well, Aaron for. Aaron stole mine. So, I mean, I, 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 I had to make up something on the fly. I know, right? <laughs> you know, well, I was actually, I was thinking about it because I knew you guys were going to pull that, especially Sean and Aaron. So um, what I'm thinking is I'm really looking forward to you know, the athletes talking about things outside of sports as well, because, you know, this is an opportunity for us to show the community, the community that we're more than sports. Sports is our vehicle, but we do so many other things very well um, to help our athletes improve their assimilation into society. And I really would love for the public to be able to see that with this program and have that as a takeaway um, at the end of this uh, event. Top that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think. I mean, each each answer got better as it went. As it went, we grew it. We grew the answers on uh, what we wanted to expect and all that. But no, I mean, I I just can't wait to see you know all the hard work that goes into it. And trust me, it is it is a, it is a ton of work on the backside to get an event like this off the ground and ready to premiere on a certain day. So you know, I can't wait to to see all of that come to fruition at the at the end of it and see all the hard work come into it and then to hear all the stories and, and then definitely like everybody said, to see all the support that's going to come out of this and all the excitement and motivation for the community that's going to come out of an event like this. So um, I just, I can't wait. I'm getting excited for Friday. So I know we were talking about it, but Roger, one more time for our listeners, where, uh, where can we catch this event on Friday? Okay. So it's going to be on Facebook live. It'll be on the, uh, Special Olympics Texas Facebook page. Uh, I can't give you that URL right off the top of my head, but I think you guys will know what that is. Um, and uh, it will also be on our YouTube channel, uh, Sotex TV. So uh, people who are registered and get registered between now and, say, Friday morning, uh, they will be getting a, a personal email from me with specific direct links to, uh, to the broadcast. So that's the best way to, to get the link is, is simply register and it'll automatically come to you. Uh, otherwise, uh, just uh, check out our Facebook page at, uh, I would say, 8.55 a.m. on Friday. And it should be right there near the top, if not at the very top. Awesome. Awesome. So, you know, we've had... Um some very good uh, information about this uh, breakfast with champion as Chris was saying, you know, I can't wait to see it. And I do know that uh, our listeners, uh, they really can't, uh, they won't want to uh, wait. Um, it, it's kind of funny. As I said, on our last broadcast that we did on Monday, I have friends from Kentucky now that listen to this podcast and, you know, they're wanting to know, why is it that uh, Special Olympics Texas does so much because they don't hear, you know, about things like this there in Kentucky? And I said, well, you know, I, I am native Kentucky, but, you know, they say they do everything better here in Texas. So uh, <laughs> and right now, you know, we're showing it out here. So, you know, thank <laughs> you for all that you all do out here. Um, I know the athletes enjoy it and appreciate it. And I do know uh, that. um the parents, the the guardians, the community uh, really appreciates everything that uh, you all are doing out there in the uh, Houston area. Well, Everett, Chris, thank you guys so much for having us. It was a pleasure. Yeah, thank you guys. Appreciate it.
Same here. Well, we appreciate it. So, you know, with that being said, uh, everybody tune in uh, this Friday uh, for the uh, Houston area virtual breakfast with champion. You know how I said I was really excited for this at the beginning? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm d- double that. Even more excited now <laughs> after listening to, to everything that they've done so far for the show. It's going to be awesome. It is definitely going to be awesome. And, you know, um, I love what Nia said about, you know, wanting people to know that uh, we here at Special Olympics, we do other things other than sports. But I've just noticed that uh, we're very competitive because it just seems like every breakfast with champion is getting better and better. Someone is just trying to, you know, set the bar and, and make everyone else step up and, and, take the calling and see what they can do yeah but by doing that if we set the bar if we keep raising the bar on each other here in the state of texas that just means the state of texas raises the bar on everybody else that's right and that's that the is way to do it. that's the best way but yeah the number you know the houston area has raised over thirty thousand already and the event's not even taking place yet right it's awesome. That, I mean, we're, awesome. yeah, we're, 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 you know, not 24 hours away. We're a little less than 24 hours away, but already to have hit the 30,000 mark is just incredible. Definitely. That is, that is amazing. Just imagine what's going to happen as soon as they go ahead and, and premiere this on Friday. Yeah. You know, I feel yeah. like it can, it can uh, skyrocket even more. Most definitely. So make sure you're catching the Houston Breakfast with Champions uh, on our Facebook page at 9 a.m. Friday and our YouTube channel, SOTX TV. It'll be premiering at 9 a.m. on both sites. So we can't we can't wait to see it. We know you can't wait to see it and uh, don't miss out on it. But I mean, if you don't get to catch it at 9 a.m., you know, you can catch it whatever time, you, you know, you have time and sit down and catch the event it's going to be awesome but it it doesn't go any better than with a donut and coffee there you go that's right (laughs) (laughs) just sit there and watch that event oh no it's i mean it's great great what's happening in the state of texas we got so many things going on i mean this week i mean this week is a perfect example two podcasts come out this week you have another breakfast with champions so connected is is doing awesome with the west region taking over with all of their events and Having, you know, a baseball team and a baseball um, softball, you know, training that they put on. So they're just doing a lot of cool stuff and a lot of cool things are happening with, you know, esports just happening last weekend. I can't believe we didn't bring that up. No, Rocket League. Oh, my goodness. That was pretty pretty amazing being able to sit there with uh, a bunch of professional uh, gamers um, and have our athletes, you know, team up in a unified pair uh competition tournament yeah i know hey and, and you did a great job being a commentator i b- without you know the specific sp- oh my gosh wow what just happened there? <laughs> the specific <laughs> the specific terms that they were using you know you really couldn't even tell that you hadn't called a rocket league tournament before that was pretty fun you know yeah. once my internet started acting right i don't know it was like I just kept getting kicked out, but uh, once once it got going, you know, um, LT told me to just be myself. Uh, you know, we were telling him about uh, MVP and how he likes to talk trash. He goes, "Well, that's what I want you to do. I want you to be him and have no fear 
act like you know what you're talking about. And if it doesn't sound correct, we'll correct you. If not, we're just going to roll with it. And it was, it was amazing, uh, you know, to be able to, to sit there and do some commentating with the uh, number one uh, Rocket League uh, player in the uh, military right now. Uh, yep. it, it was just pretty awesome. No, it was great to sit there and you know to see all of our athletes working with their unified partners was awesome to see as well. Definitely, definitely. Can't so, wait. Can't wait, can't wait till we hold another one though. Oh, I'm gonna be on there. I'm gonna try. You know, I told them. You know, I may have to do what the. You know, for some of you wrestling fans that watch The Rock have a wrestling match and commentate at the same time, maybe I could try to do that. You know, yeah. Uh, <laughs> commentate while I'm driving on top of the ceiling. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly, exactly. So yeah, we we've got so much stuff that is happening out here, you know, and just making strides and. What's so cool about it is how the community is welcoming all of this mm-hmm. uh, and wanting to know how can they get more involved and do things during this time. So, you know, um, you know, if you do have any questions and you're wanting to get involved and, and, and participate in some things, always contact, uh, you know, the, the state area or if you have your area directors, um, associates, uh, executives, any of their uh, emails, contact someone and uh, they will definitely get you in touch with the right person so that you can go ahead and and be a part of this fun uh, experience that we're having with SO Connected. Oh, I know. It's been so much fun. So much fun trying to get into this new world of, you know, virtual sports and, you know, esports competitions like uh, LT said on Saturday, you know, what took us so long to get here? Definitely. The answer is, I don't know, but we're glad we're here now. Well, you know, and it, it's, it's, you know, and I don't want to just keep us here longer, but it's one of those things. A lot of us had mentioned you know, hey, why don't we try this? Why don't we try that? But it was the fear of the unknown. We're, we're stepping into something that we've never done before. But uh, with the pandemic, it forced us to be able to try those things that we were wanting to do. And, you know, yes, some of them may not have worked, but it looks like a lot of them are working. And, you know, as we said, uh, said at the beginning of this, this is not something that we're just doing right now. This is something that Special Olympics Texas will have from now on. Most definitely. This isn't going anywhere. And, and it's just going to be a part. And we're going to incorporate it into uh, when we get back into uh, in-person competitions and activities. But from now, you know, right now it's all virtual. And we're, we're, we really hope that you're going to join us on the adventure that we're taking. Because we really want to make sure that because the, the, the reason why we're doing this is just to reach as many athletes as we can. We just want to keep communication with the community and with our athletes and make sure that we all stay, you know, what's it called? So connected. So connected. Definitely. So, you know, um, as you said, it's not just, you know, our athletes that we're trying to stay connected to. We're trying to stay connected with our community. And, you know, as I, I stated just a few moments ago, it seems to be working because we're getting more and more um people and businesses wanting to know how can I be a part of this? Yep. Most definitely. Well, well, before uh, 
the dog keeps barking in the background. Um, <laughs> let's go ahead and end this because nobody wants to be either driving or sitting in their office listening to a dog bark. So uh, thanks for joining us for this episode of Welcome to uh, the Revolution. We hope to catch you for the next one. Remember, everyone, to stay so active and let's all stay so connected. See you next time. See you. Thanks for hanging out with us. We hope you join us again on the next episode of The Revolution. Thank you.